TTB Music Podcast Let's get this done. Let's get this year done. You've started again, haven't you? Yeah, started again. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. I was just saying, let's get this year done. Uh, yeah, let's get this year done. Okay, let's do it. Uh, it's the uh, annual CTTV Awards. Woo! Uh, is, oh, uh... That was yeah. um, applause, by the way. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah not, me, not me clearing my throat. Oh, we've still got an audience. All right. Wow, that's strange. That is strange. Such a dedicated listener. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's just amazing. We're, just, mm. it's like, we're so popular that two podcast in a row, we have a live studio audience. You should open this door between Christmas and New Year more often. In true, it's yeah. true, it's true, yeah. Okay, excellent. So anyway, what we're quickly going to run through is going to run through our Geek of the Year, uh, the, uh, well, the I'm a Parent, so therefore I listen to this album more than any other album of the year award, uh, most surprising album or genre switch of the year award, uh, best album we didn't review, which is mostly based on stuff I listened to, since apparently you didn't have time to listen to anything else. Yeah, that's a fair point. I uh, refer you back to the uh, the most album listened to soundtrack award, but we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, all-important Gold Cobra Award for worst album of the year. Yes! Uh, the CTTB Friends and Listeners Award uh, for album of the year. So we asked uh, friends and listeners what their favourite records were, and they told us. And then we'll also be going, uh, well, we'll be counting down our combined top ten. Um, and then just before we get to number one, doing our individual top 20 lists for those people that are vaguely interested. My goodness, um, really? Before, before. Okay. Saying what our Good. unsurprising winner is. Hold on in there, folks. 2014's nearly finished. Indeed. <laughs> so we made the five gigs. <laughs> Do we? Combined this year. All right. Um, uh, Speedy Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, Dan Sack vs. Scrooge's Pip. Roddy Hart and Lopes and Fire. Casey Musgraves and Jess Mallin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's fair to say we were both um, disappointed with uh, Speedy Ortiz. I was, yeah. yeah. And I, I, you, you were just generally, I was particularly, because their album was one of my favourite records of last last year, and I was hoping that live they would deliver the goods a bit more. I felt, I felt, that I felt partly that way. I also felt we were going to go and watch someone else. Yes, this is true, you did. Uh <laughs> Hangs head in shame. There were so many acts there that are oh, just too yeah, Yes, yeah, I thought it was one of the other ones. But nevertheless. Yeah, so that was uh, kind of not the best. Oh, was that this year? It was. Ah, is that when I accosted the Berry fan afterwards in the pub? Yes. Ah, yeah. There you go, highlight the evening. Uh, and then we had a couple that uh, were good. Uh, well, very good, in fact. Roddy Hart and Loads of Fire and Jess Mellon. Uh, and then I think probably our two standout gigs uh, were Casey Musgraves and Dan Lassac versus Scoobus Pip. Yes. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> you'll, you'll have noticed on, on, our, on, our, on our running order for this, I've actually changed the uh, thing so it actually says the right venue. For good, good, because, yeah, we were at Coco. Um, yeah, that's Scarlet Coco, same yeah. difference. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, you want me to agree with you? Yes. Yes, I agree with you. Um, no, no, Roddy. It's the monologue. I'm not talking. This is the monologue. <laughs> no, Jesse Marlin, I thought was a good gig. Um, he's coming back next year. I'd quite like to see him again. Yes. I've, I felt that was very much an in-betweeny kind of show. I felt his show 
was it last year, year before? Year before. Year, year before was was such a fantastic show. Maybe it was the venue. Didn't didn't like didn't like Dingwalls this time around. Don't know why. Um, and um, and I just felt the gig. It, it just sort of dragged a little bit, like this podcast. But uh, it just sort of dragged a little bit. I, I don't know. I just felt there was that that the cohesion that Ooh. was perhaps a <laughs> there was perhaps lacking this time. And I, I did. I swallowed it. Um, Roddy Hart was excellent. He was. Yes. Did he give you a shout out in that gig? He gave us a shout out. He me. did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. I thought in fact, he did. our audience was there as well. Yeah, the audience. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. And lovely beard. Yeah, he had a yes, lovely there was, beard. There's with beardage going on. Yeah. Um, Casey was was brilliant, but we were way at the back yes, of Shepherd's that was, Bush. That was one of those one few, of those few occasions yeah. where you we, wish uh, you got there early. We regretted staying yeah. in the pub for extra time. Yeah, that was probably my fault. Sorry. Um, so my favourite was Dan Lassac and Scroobius Pip. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I think it yeah, was, uh, well, supposedly were, were their last. Uh, supposedly their last tour. Tour. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was very, it was very good, very amusing. Yeah. And we actually had a reasonably vantage point. So. We did, which was great. Sure so that's not. the award, is it? Yep. That's CCTB the award. gig of the year. Yep. At Coco. Actually, quite enjoyed Coco as well this time. Another venue I've sort of got hit in yeah, this relationship with. because it is all about where you manage to stand. It is all about where you manage to stand. So, on to the most important award of the, of the thing, which is the I'm a Parent, therefore I listen to this album more than any other album award. Strangely enough, we only have one nominee for this particular one. Yep. Which was the Frozen Soundtrack. Yep. Um, which is a, a common thing for anyone with <coughs> children of a certain age, particularly yep. female children of a certain age. Yep. I find any children really at the moment yeah. under the age of about eight. Uh, yeah, yeah. This was this. That, I can't. I can't let that in song go. Uh, <laughs> now this is uh, the, yeah. This album it just dominated my year. Um, there were times when I actually thought I'm never going to get the podcast listening in. Yeah, there so still many, are times. There are so many times you can listen to. <laughs> yeah, uh, particularly that song and and build a snowman. Uh, yeah, and the soundtrack. Generally, oh, apparently, there's some instrumental stuff on the second is, half of the soundtrack, the, which is quite good. The, the full soundtrack's quite long. Yes, it is too long for a. Strangely enough, my child's not really interested. No, in strangely enough, it. neither is mine, and she she picks and misses which ones she likes on the actual song track. But there we go. But there we are. So, anyway, Emily, that one's for you. Yep, Frozen. <laughs> Haven't won enough awards, so have one of ours. Next up, most surprising album or genre switch of the year award. We had two nominees in this one. We have Primus with the Primus and the Chocolate Factory. Excellent stuff. Um, and then uh, part of our, our metal year. Metal. Which was Behemoth and the Satanist. Yes. Uh, Polish. It was very much. And um, I thought I thought for this award, I, I, I thought let's just tweak the title slightly because we've always had a genre base. So like this year we liked rap or yeah. banjos or, or whatever. Now, there was definitely a, a kind of weird genre switch thing going on here. Um, we did settle nine times out of ten with metal. We um, and we've metal. listened to a lot of metal this year, but for me, it was the album in Polish with that little bit of English towards the end yeah. that was spoken like a true metaler. Um, it was indeed. Yeah, and, yeah, and which it, did it, it for me. It was a pleasant surprise for both of us. It was. Not, not in a kind of we want to go out and buy it kind of way, no. but in a kind of actually... Yeah. There is actually some genuine musicianship and yeah. interesting stuff. And, um, and if you get a chance, all the, uh, uh, Wiki, Wikipedia thingy, do that, internet, what, whatever, Google, Beer Moth. Because um, there's an interesting story there as well. So, yeah, it's all good. So, Beer Moth for me, Satanist. Yes. Good stuff. Moving quickly on to the best album we didn't review. Oh, it's quite um, a few of these. 
Going to the best of list. Well, I was, t- I was too busy listening to or watching Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed I put the Trent Reznor and Rakus Ross. Uh, uh, Thanks for doing that because that's one of the albums I managed to squeeze in, yeah. if not the only one. Maybe <laughs> uh, was also the Pretty Reckless Going to Hell, yeah. UK Twigs LP One. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift's nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Thanks uh, Spotify for that. Yeah. <laughs> Which we did try and review, yes, but Taylor hadn't yanked them off. Yeah. Uh, and some Vincent and Vincent. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what was that? What was that? Yeah, I'm sorry. We have we have audience participation trying to drive the level of the podcast down. Yeah, that was particularly good grief. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously my vote would be Trent Reznor. <laughs> it would. Yes. However, the correct answer is <laughs> the correct answer is St. Vincent and Vincent. Yeah. Um, I'll take your word for it. Moving on to what I know we agree on. Uh, Gold Cobra Award for Worst Album of the Year. Yeah. Um, there were a few albums out there this year that were interesting. There were quite a few. Yeah. There were Real Estate Atlas, uh, which... Which most people think is their best album of the year. Yeah, it was, it was, it was up there with quite a few lists. Mm. Ariana Grande, My Everything, which we were both kind of like... Nah. Uh, Cannibal Corpse, The Skeletal Domain. Uh, Kylie's Kiss Me Once, uh, which again was just a bit, yeah, not very good. Uh, and whilst I liked this one, you were keen on it, Baby Metal and Baby Metal. But I think we, we were quite obvious early on, a few months ago, when Cannibal Corpse came across our listening, that uh, this was going to be the... Gold Definitely. Well, this, I mean, in, in many ways, to the untuned ear, it's not that different to Behemoth, the Satanist. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing how our ears become tuned, isn't it's it? It's amazing how your ears become tuned, though. Um, to that sort of thing, one, isn't it? Um, Cannibal, oh, it's just, it's just a dreadful album. Yeah, it was derivative and it lacked any... Derivative. Dra- lacked... Any creativity. Yeah. Any individual, individual. So, I mean, I mean, Kylie r- runs a close second for me, because that was about as sexy as a damp rag. But, um, you know, and, but, but yeah, no, this is, uh, yeah, definitely. Gold Cobra Award. Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Oh, speaking, Ooh. speaking Ooh. of which... What? And I'm jumping ahead to albums coming out next, next year, but guess who's got a new, al- new album out next year? Not Kylie, is it? No. Cannibal Corpse? No. Who would name the award after? No! That's right, kids. Slim Biscuits are back in oh, 2015. God. Can they hold on oh. to the Gold Cobra? Well, that's 2015's award, so no. Yeah, well, we might yeah. be surprised. No. Nah. Um, I quite like that, though. Yeah, that was that was good. That and the Several people. Uh, in fact, I think it's 12 altogether. 12? Yeah, to give us their views on what they thought were the top Do we get any answers from Canada? No, we didn't get Can any. Can I just do a shameless shout-out then to Kate and Joel? Thank you for listening. Indeed, thank you. Your mug's in the post. Maybe. Um, yeah, see... I'll give you, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to explain that later on. I'll post a picture, you'll understand. So, anyway, we... we the short list of that, uh, so albums actually managed to get more than one vote, because actually there was a surprising cross-section of records came out of uh, asking that question. Uh, wasn't a lot of cohesion. However, there were votes for Taylor Swift, Alt-J, Clean Bandit, Foo Fighters, The Both, and Royal Blood. But the clear winner was uh, Alt-J, with This Is Yours. Another one of those albums that we actually didn't bother reviewing during the year. <laughs> it's been a good year for us, really, yeah. isn't it? 
that's probably why some of those listeners have gone. Yeah, thinking, probably. Thinking that them, them actually reviewed our favourite album of the year. <laughs> yeah, so we'll stop them. Yeah, so that was. We'll try hard next year. Indeed, we will. But moving on to the most important award and the countdown of our, our top ten, um, which we do every year. So number ten was the one McLean and in a dream, uh, and. I suppose we met on the show. We did quite a lot of dancey kind of. We music. did, but, but that sort of retro kind of. Yeah. That is kind of like a throwback to the eighties or nineties sort of dance music you dance. Yeah, and actually there were bits of seventies in the, in the mm. as well. There was there was because the, the I think the opening tracks that has an almost kind of Steely Dan kind of yeah vibe going on with the guitar and everything. Yeah, and um, um yeah, I mean this a really 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 good album, really enjoyable album. Um, um, you know. It, but done in a done in a very sort of clever twenty first century sort of way, I, I think I probably said at the time. Um, there's one other album I want to mention just here. It's the Cut Copy album as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, similar, 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 in style. similar in style, but perhaps a little bit more closer to the nineties, closer to Primal Scream. Yeah, yeah, which is why I preferred this one. This is why you preferred this one, and this one wins out. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at number nine, Lana Del Rey, Ultraviolence. I had a mixed relationship with this album. Well, it's kind of more of the same. It's kind of complicated, a bit like Lana. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's very much a dark, brooding album. At first, I didn't enjoy it as the first album, but actually, I think as the year's gone on, this one has had more of an impact on me. Yeah, I've been kind of stuck stuck with it in, in mm. the same kind of view I had originally. The same with the, uh, with I had with the original one. In the, in the, mm. It's good and it's it's quite affecting. And the voice is quite quite interesting. Um, but there is a sameness to it that also slightly annoys me. Well there's, a, well, there's a sultry sort of tiredness about it, which is yet engaging. Like Tired, it's like a tired, worn, weary, but it's very engaging. Uh, whereas the first album was much more poppy. I say first album, Lana Del Rey fans know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that, that one that the rest of the world thought was the first album was much more poppy. Uh, whereas this was definitely more grown up, darker, darker hues, very enjoyable. And equally enjoyable, it, it seemed to, certainly to well, well, to me as well. But you you raved about this album in, uh, in fact the, the last podcast, which was uh, the return of the banjo to the podcast mm. with uh, Bella Fleck and Abigail Washburn with Yay. a self-entitled uh, well, sort of debut album for them as a, as a as a couple. But obviously mm. they've been churning them out mm. singly before. It's a beautiful record. It is a very stunning. Nice yeah, really enjoyed this album. I really haven't got anything to add. To that. <laughs> If only more reviews were like that. This was a brilliant record. Go back to last month or the month before's podcast, and um, yeah, yeah, when you went, oh my god, I love this record. Thank you. Yeah, although Pete yeah. didn't love it quite as much as when he was first doing his his uh, top twenty list of the of the, the year when he kind of forgot. Yeah, I kind of forgot my my third favourite. Anyway, uh, yeah, moving on. Moving on, another album that did well in some of the uh, best of lists, which is the uh, second album from the room. Yeah, dropped in paradise. Really enjoyed this record. Yeah, much uh, more than I thought I would. It kind of nineties as opposed to well, late eighties, nineties as opposed to late seventies, eighties. Eighties was the first album. album. So it's, it's yeah, totally so moving forward. forward, but some really good sort of lyrics as well. Very personal at, at times, and then very observant at others. Sort of classic British pop music. And now, what, what, yeah. like many of the listeners this year, that uh, actually got stronger towards the end of the album. Yeah. Yeah. So finished on a really high. I like how but when albums actually finish on a high, it's like they did make the effort the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one that we reviewed just the other week, uh, Angelina Presley. Complete, completely forgot about this one as well, which is, yeah. Number six. Again, brilliant album. 
Um, yeah, back, back in there with the kind, kind of uh, uh, Brandy Cart, Casey Musgraves kind of styley. More, yeah, stuff more more, more Brandy than Casey, uh, but actually done very very well. Um, also, uh, more overtly political. I, I know country's political, certainly. Uh, social commentary is very strong on it anyway, but um, this one was more overtly political, uh, but was was but did ring, you know, chimed well. I thought. Yeah, this album's uh, grown on me more and more. The more yeah. I listen to it, actually. It's you didn't you didn't have to be American to pick that up either. It's no, it's a yeah. really, really really strong record. They say good, good lyrics and re- really cracking tunes. Yeah, and somebody I hope uh, makes an appearance over here live. I hope so. Uh, we'll be at the front. You know, yeah. number five. We've cheated slightly by. Uh, Going for both Prince's yeah. albums of the year, so Artificial Age uh, and uh, Plectrum Electrum. Uh, I think I slightly lent towards Plectrum Electrum and you towards Artificial Age in yep. that kind of favouritism of the two records. And yet, curiously, in the uh, the weeks and months that have passed, I'm probably leaning now more towards Plectrum Electrum. Yeah. I think it's the it's the original rocker, rockier album that I prefer now. Yeah, um, I think that's got the, that one has the durability, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, as I said at the time, I, I liked it because it reminded me a lot of Chaos and Disorder, which mm. was a much maligned album, but one that I really, really liked yeah. when it came out came out originally. So Prince actually kept saying, Tom, let's, let's rock! Yeah. Uh, which appealed to me greatly. Uh, number four uh, also appeared high up in a lot of the end-of-year lists uh, was The Return of Aphex Twin with Cyro. Um, this is an interesting one because I've actually gone off this as the, as the year's gone on. Oh, right. Rather than... Warmed a bit more. Although okay. actually warmed warm more to older Aphex Twin stuff, so I've gone back to some of the ah, okay. ambient works. One of those. Yeah. And really got back into that. It's done an orbital on you. A bit like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I still think that happened to that, me a couple of years ago. Yeah, I still think it's a good album. Yeah. And it's still a, it's still an interesting album and something that there's not many artists doing this kind of thing. No. So because of that, it's still it still quite feels quite current and quite interesting because. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of people that have stepped into that void with him not doing it. This was almost my favourite album of the year. It was in contention uh, for a, for a brief period, um, surprisingly because because it, 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 I, I enjoyed it. I, I listened to it a lot. It grew on me, and then I started to really think deeply about it after the podcast yeah. in the weeks that followed, and uh, really enjoyed. it. I think it's because it, again it's so different, yet strangely familiar. <laughs> Well, that is the thing, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. It is exactly that. Yeah. Because it is. It could have been. It could have been released. Yeah. Twenty years ago. Could have been quite, quite easily. Yeah, and it would yeah, be. It would now be regarded as a classic, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, it's still yeah. quite current. It's still current. So almost, almost my favourite album of the year. So for reasons on, I never thought mm, about. Moving on to number three and two before we do our individual rundowns. Oh, okay. Uh, number three. Uh, Tension is building. Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. Yep. Um, Ryan Adams. Indeed, this was Ryan at his most commercially friendly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a big f- fan. And Are you? Listeners of the podcast will be aware that I'm a fan of his stuff regardless. <laughs> However, this seemed to be him kind of channeling both his kind of uh, quirky songwriting and kind of um, poppiness all into one kind of, kind, of, kind of thing and delivering what is, like I said, it's certainly his most uh, commercial record for... A long time, but it's not just a commercial record. The song quality is good throughout, mm. uh, and it, you know, I think as I said at the time, there really isn't a dud track on the album. Yeah, I think I said at the time, it's a solid record, but in a good way. 
Indeed. I inverted my definition, previous definition of solid. Um, yeah, this was a, a really good album, a really strong album. Um, I think we pre- reviewed the previous. Um, we did, yes, it's more acoustic one. Yeah, it's more acoustically Ryan Adams album. This was um, a very good, very good record, uh, which I'd, I'd strongly recommend. Uh, I think I think it scraped into my top five, but more on that in a moment. But uh, yeah, very good record. And at number two, uh, possibly my biggest surprise. Of Another me. surprise for me, bit like bit like Aphex Twin. Yeah, uh, which is Khalees and uh, Food. And I just adored this album. See, this mm. this was uh, vying for my number one. This was this was my um, my number two for quite a long time. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a great piece of. Well, I don't wish to take an R and B or song. No, that's kind of simplifying it too much. And she, I know that she is an artist that doesn't like to be kind of pigeonholed, and she just wants. Yeah. To kind of, although her last album was kind of dancing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's and then she gave up music for a while, and then started opening, trained as a chef, and then opened yeah. her own food place and stuff like that. And then, hence the title of the album. But yes, yeah, it's, it's again, it's just a really, really strong record, cracking songs. Really good songwriting, great production, a genuine kind of, I don't know, umph and genuine kind of feel of enjoyment about the whole whole thing. And, yeah, I, I, I genuinely loved it. Really enjoyable record. Really strong opening. Continued throughout. Very, very, very pleasant, very pleasurable to listen to. Um, a great soul album. But as you yeah. say, in an ever so modern way. Soul food. Soul food. Right. Fill it a soul. Sorry. Philippish. Sorry, I shouldn't, shouldn't have done that gag. Right. Uh, before we get to our... To <laughs> Been saving our, that one up for six months. <laughs> before we get to our winner, who the, most people might have guessed if they listen to the podcast. Anyway, uh, we'll run down our individual top 20. So I'll, I'll you know, go first to 20. Uh, big metal, big metal. Uh, it was just so silly that I just loved it. Um, 19, Damon Album, uh, Everyday Robots. Again, an album that kind of grows on you after a while. It's very slow and almost turgid but in some ways but actually it kind of wins you over and it's mm. very kind of melancholy yeah uh, always always at 18 always sorry I was going to say always mm. I was say like Jewish so always, always always um, which was one of the better better kind of uh, indie rock albums of yeah the, it was like short jangly but quite didn't fun. feature on my list but yeah no I agree um, at 17 uh, body count manslaughter because uh, it was just Hugely entertaining. Um, yeah. Just, that was almost a Gold Cobra winner, originally, I think. It was, yeah, because the first listen it sounded awful. Yeah, and then you got it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 16 for me was Lana Del Rey. Enough said. 15, uh, LaRue. Mm-hmm. Um, 14, The Amazing Snakehead. Oh, yeah! Blues, yeah, I remember band, Yeah. Bluesy and kind of... Just yeah, it's all kind of factory now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were good. I should have should numbered these, because it's easier to say... You that, probably should have done. Yeah, so I'm going to... I'm gonna, Dispense with numbers rather than trying to get it. Okay. Next up, Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> then, then the Wem McLean. Then Apex Twin. Yeah. Pixies, Indie Cindy. Just outside my top 20, that one. Yeah. Jane Lewis, The Voyager. Dear Hoff, Lazzy's Le Bonito, which we reviewed uh, last podcast. I didn't like that at all. I oh, know you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Prince of Third Eye on Plectrum Electrum. Uh-huh. Uh, Angelina Presley, American Middle Class. Uh-huh. Royal Blood, Real Blood. And then, uh, which was my number five. Ooh. Uh, my number four was I Break Horses, Chiaroscuro. Yeah. That's the one. Chiaroscuro. I, I couldn't pronounce that at the time when we were doing it. Well, you couldn't. couldn't. No, you couldn't. It's still a great album, regardless. I don't think the, I could. The inability to pronounce the, the uh, title. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, The Whole Steady Teeth Dreams. Number two, 
Police Food and number one, Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. Oh, very good. Right, um, bottom of my list. I'll, I'll try and do the numbering, but I'll probably give up halfway like you did. Uh, number 20, Lillian, Jesus, because I thought it was a great pop record. Um, it had its mouth. Thank you. Damning praise. Um, indeed, from the listener as well. Um, Drive by Truckers, English Oceans, very good. Um, Liars, Mess, equally made up on many people's best of list this year, yeah. and didn't write it so. Um, you mocked me for this. Damien Rice, my favourite, favourite memory because I like quiet, boring albums sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Banks, uh, Goddess, because I had such high hopes. She did disappoint my high hopes, but I thought very interesting artist, good album, and probably interesting things to come. Uh, Foo Fighters, Sonic Highways, yeah, brilliant album from them. Wham McLean we talked about. Cut Copy I mentioned. Um, Sinead O'Connor, I'm not bossy, I'm the boss. Yeah, you, that was you, a surprise for me. I really I really enjoyed that record. Um, similarly, Angelina Presley. Damon Albarn, Everyday Robots. Uh, yeah, it just about gets in just outside my top ten. It sort of hovers. I sort of have moments where I, I really feel affectionate towards that album again, but then again, I don't. Lana Del Rey, Ultraviolence, yep, Prince and Prince, we talked about, like LaRue, similarly Ryan Adams. Elbow, um, certain amount of loyalty to, to my northern roots here. Um, I, I thought, I thought that the, the Berry's finest, um, I thought that this was better than their last album. Yeah, by a long like way. I, I thought the yeah, opposite. yeah. Um, I still think that, and I still think it's a good, a very, a very good album. But it's, yeah, yeah it, it hasn't really featured on many other people's lists, unfortunately. Uh, Kelly's Food, yep. Bella Fleck and Abigail Washburn, how could I forget? What an, I mean, that's a stunning record. Similarly, Aphex Twin, and my number one was The Whole Steady, Teeth Dreams. So people won't be surprised to learn that our overall winner of Album of the Year was indeed the whole study in Teeth So this is our best album of 2014, which is awesome, but not quite as awesome as 2013 was, but that shouldn't distract in any way from the award winners or winner's right to win this award award. Indeed. So congratulations to the whole study. Fantastic. What a really good album that was. It is a good album. Yeah, it? it's 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 uh it's it's fun. It's yeah. back to their kind of uh, back to their sort of best. Almost. You know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the criticism I've read that it owned oh, the productions a bit. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like it's recorded in the garage. I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they got you know, they've got an impressive producer making the sound like that. So you know it's. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Now here's what you said about it. You said it was certainly their best album since Boys and Girls in America. I did indeed, and I, st- I, would, I would stand by that. Yeah. And, um, you similarly said that, you, that your second favourite album of theirs, so presumably you thought, yeah. thought similar things. Yeah, no, I thought it was an absolute joy to listen to, says Sia. Yes. <laughs> it's, quite, said. it's quite handy having that written in front of me. <laughs> Just get, yeah, that, I, I was get quite, that out of the t-shirt. I was disappointed that it didn't appear in... Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it appeared in, it, it, it did make it into a couple. Yeah, uh, but very, very low down. Sort of very low down and very late on. Um, now I have really, really, really great record, and um, a, a record that I've gone back to. And I, I know I've said that about some of the other records. Yes, I did mean it, but this one I do genuinely mean it. I, I actually regularly find myself either listening or thinking about that album, and that's what it should all be all about, surely. It should. Right. You're right. Good. So before, that... we, yeah, before we go, just a, just a couple of quick, quick things. Um, okay. There's more. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, a site that uh, collates all the uh, album best of lists from various publications that are online and magazines thing. And if you took the albums that we reviewed in those, okay, um, 
the albums that came out top, so the top five, five of, the, of the albums that we actually covered, mm-hmm. uh, would be uh, Damon Albarn, Everyday Robots at five, James mm-hmm. the Voyager at four, uh-huh. Lana Del Rey, Ultraviolence at three, Sharon Van Etten, uh, who are, uh, are we there yet, who are audience uh, very much liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, l- I loved the previous album. Was slightly kind of disappointed with this one. I think I said um, something similar at the time. Yeah, and the winner. Uh, Sorry, listener. Was uh, Aphex Twin Syro. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, when it came to just what all the people, all the critics, kind of thought, um, then we didn't review any of the. Top we don't feature. Albums. No. Um, so the, al- uh, the album of the year, according to most critics, was War on Drugs, Lost in a Dream. Mm. Um, second was St. Vincent album that I did mention earlier on. You did. Uh, FK Twigs, uh, also in there at three. Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels 2 um, is there at four, uh, which is uh, uh, actually I haven't listened to recently. It's a very good rap album. And five was Caribou, Our Love, which again was something that totally passed me by. Mm-hmm. But things to look out for in the new year, I suppose. Good. So that's it, people. That's the end of another year. Uh, hopefully, some of you will still be with us for 2015. I, I very much hope so. Uh, yeah, so have a happy new year. Have a wonderful new year.